Welcome to the EWN Sports Podcast, your homegrown community in the FPL universe. My name is Mitch McGenna, and yes, we had an exciting game week one, but more is in store uh, for the upcoming weeks. Lots of football and also lots of heartbreak. This week, I decided to captain Callum Wilson, and yeah, bad choice. Let's go around the room right now so people can know who we are, and also mention who you captained this past week. All right, EVFC, Ashley. Uh, I captained, unfortunately, Aubameyang. Uh, I had hopes in him. I, it's not unfortunate. Yeah, I he thought still got he, goals. He got he, one goal. He got one goal. I last minute change hour before deadline from Salah to from Aubameyang. Salah to, yeah. Whoa. Okay, interesting. Adrian Ephraim here. I'm manager of GOAT11. I captain Marcus Rashford. Uh, so well done. Me. Nicely, but that's probably not the only thing that worked out for me. Um, yeah, you did well. <laughs> Uh, no, he and did. I was this close to removing him on the on the eve of, of Thursday. Yeah, that's that's very risky because he was going up against Chelsea that people didn't know much about with the new style that Frank was introducing. So, mm. good move. Let's just well done. Before we go into game week two, let's just visit game week one um, and the top performers. So we'll start off with the strikers this week. Uh, Kane managed to break that incredible curse, which is amazing to see. Uh, Barnes. Uh, also banging a couple for Burnley. And of course, Rashford, also top performer. And then we have Sterling, Morris and Salah. Um, that's like your typical um, pick there between the two, Sterling and Salah. Yeah, which you always. called it last week. Yeah. Top, top two, uh, uh, three performers. You named the two of those midfielders. And uh, I didn't even have them in my team. Raheem, Sterling a and Salah. Sterling scoring his, <laughs> his first hat-trick. Uh, Salah scoring one and assist. And then we had the wild card in that midfield where um, Pep started Riyad Mahrez yeah. over Bernardo Silva. No one saw that coming. And Mahrez had a good game, three assists. Well done to him. Top defenders, Peters, Maitland-Niles, Dunk and Mepap. Mepam. Sorry. Um, Maitland-Niles continues to impress. I think he's going to have a big season this year. Come on. But then we say that every season. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, Peter's a strong performance from him. Uh, Burnley kept yeah. a uh, clean sheet, uh, scored three goals. Uh, not not himself, but uh, the team scored three goals. So, yeah, I'm happy with my uh, with what's lo- uh, looking at the dream team there. It's looking good. And in terms of goals, what happened there? Um, goals? The key, um, yeah, in goals, keeper, oh, dream sorry, team. Yeah, yeah. De Gea. De Gea the seven saves. Yeah, yeah. So was it seven? Seven saves. Yo. That added two extra points with his two bonus points and his clean sheet and his two points for gaming. But the fact that he had God seven saves... <laughs> but the fact that he got seven saves, doesn't that say something no. about this new United defence? Yeah. We, we all know that... It's, if no, keep his, know. no, no. So we seven all know that. saves. One yeah, that's game. a lot of saves for one game. But also, we were playing Chelsea. Okay. Um, I would like to see what happens now this week when we play Wolves. Uh, that will give us a good indication of what United's defence is like. Um, Chelsea played a brilliant game. Yeah. We can't take anything away from them. They played a good game. United was just the better team in taking the chances and scoring those goals. Okay, no, I was just, I was just, I was just wanting to ruffle up your feathers. No, no, no. <laughs> Maguire had a good game. Um, Maguire had a good game and Juan Bissaka had a good game. If you look at all his interceptions yeah. and uh, his, his tackles... He, and his headers and things like his presence was everywhere in that game yeah, like was. the passes just could not get past that man you just could not get past him I think Maguire had an overall good game for his first game with yeah. the first team 
But yeah, he hasn't had much time to prepare. Yeah, uh, yeah, he didn't have a preseason, so yeah. kudos to him. And look, not only was Chelsea struggling this past weekend, so was I when it comes to league points. Horrible, <laughs> Mitchell. I'm sitting 66th in this entire league. What a time to be alive. I feel so much better about myself. Ash, where are you? 50th. What? Uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually tied with uh, a couple of other guys. Uh, I've got 64 points. Um, yeah, tied in with like multiple players. Okay, but it's still points. it's like game yeah. week one, so you'll still be you won't really see the difference much. Perhaps game week three, four, then you start seeing some sort of shape. How about you, Adrian? I'm 59th with 57 points, so um, yeah, not too far off. Not really good. Uh, I didn't even make the average. Me. I'm so hacked. What is music? I got, I got. I was sitting 66th and I made 42 points. Oh well then. After calling all the star players this week, which I didn't have in my fantasy team. Well, we've got like our top three in our league. Uh, Muhammad Superman coming in at 110 points. Shout no. out, Muhammad. Whoa. Yeah. Well done, Muhammad. Um, and then we have Ignite FC with 108 points, two points behind him. Yo. Yeah. And then in third place, Babes 11. With 104 points tied with what's this? Uh, Lindo, uh, Lind is Thunder Kids Cape Town. People somewhere. have some yeah. interesting names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's exciting. But of course, that was Game Week 1 wrapped up. We don't look at the past, gentlemen. We look into the future. Game Week 2 coming up, super exciting clashes, and which I'm very, very stoked for. Also, just before we move on, we uh, Wesley, who is part of the FPL panel. He's not here, so he scored. I just need to check where about he scored, how much points he scored. And also, we have um, Pope Heaton, 11. <laughs> oh, um, that's Jason's team, and he scored 95 points. Sure. Yeah, yeah, how did you? Hear? Yeah, I'm so jealous. <laughs> well, Jason is a consistently t- top performer, so yeah. not surprised I thought I was, by that. I was, thought I was going to take his reign this year. Wesley did say he's the one that we need to look out for look and out try for. and beat. All right. Yeah, so Game week two, there's a whole difference. Maybe I used my wild card. Maybe I didn't. I'm joking. I didn't use my wild card. <laughs> it's way too early. Game week two, using a wild card. It's way too early. Before we move on, uh, we caught up with Pope Eaton's spokesperson. Pope Eaton is behind closed doors this week. He ain't taking any questions from the from the media, but I did get a small chance to chat to him and put out a quick piece of information. Pope Heaton's manager is well impressed with his team. It looks like the tinkering pre-season paid off. The sanity that he lost over those four weeks was worth it. So he's very happy with the team. Told the boys in, in, when they came off, Saucy, mate. Real sauce. Looking good. Happy he picked Sterling for the captaincy. He doesn't look like he's going to do many changes. He's going to play the patience game and hold a transfer for the game week three. But yeah, he's well impressed. Well impressed. There we go. Of course, game week two coming up uh, and talking all things to do with fixtures. Ash, what's happening on the Saturday? So we have Arsenal and Burnley kicking off uh, our first game on Saturday lunchtime kickoff. Um, Arsenal is looking pretty good. Um, they did kind of struggle to score in the yeah. first g- game week, but um, Aubameyang looks like pretty sharp up front. And Maitland-Niles, like you said last week, good performer. We mentioned him now earlier as well. Burnley, on the other hand, is pretty good as well. Yeah. Uh, Ashley Barnes, um, 
scoring opening his account with two goals. Yeah. And if you look at his past record of all the season's past, he's just been picking up forms in terms of goals. So each season... He gets better. He gets better. Each season he scores more goals. Mm. So I think Barnes will be a player to look out for. It might be too early, but I think uh, if you talk about differential players, Barnes, be Barnes definitely could be that differential player. Then we have Aston Villa and Bournemouth coming in. Uh, Bournemouth drawing last week against Sheffield Wednesday. Um, defender Memphis scored for them. And then also with Villa, um, Villa losing to Spurs 3-1. I mean, it was Spurs. Yeah. And, Spurs. And, and I know we have Jack Relish in the team and there was a lot of talk about McGinn. Um, yeah. The midfielder. And, and I think he's the one to look out for in that team. Um Pretty solid player. Pretty you know, Jack Grealish has lost 19 Premier League games in a row. What? <laughs> he was. He's a good player, but it's like 19 Premier Leagues in a row, games in a row. Yeah, it's very well. Wow. It's crazy, crazy stuff. And then we have Brighton and West Ham um, kicking off at four. So, yeah, uh, nothing special there. <laughs> I see. No, no, to be honest with you, there's something about this West Ham side It's that just that's missing. They've got a great manager, a great reach. set yeah. of players, but it's like they're just not connecting. And I feel like when they do connect, it'll definitely be a thorn in the side of that top three, top four teams. Yeah, They're going to be like the Burnley at home. They're going to be like a, a Stoke away on a cold, wet night. There's just something about that West Ham team. Oh, going to Stokes with uh, Stokes home ground. Oh. When it's cold and wet. It's a, wants to go there. it's a different story. But definitely, I feel like we should look out for that West Ham team. Cool. Adrian, what do you have there? Everton-Watford. Uh, look, I'm not. this match could go either two either ways. Way, yeah. We could have a really dull nil-nil draw. Everton coming off a nil-nil draw last week. Uh, Watford getting dumped last week by Brighton, I believe it was. Yeah. Um, Either they're not going to, none of them are going to score, or they're going to go an all-out attack, and we're going to get uh, like a high-scoring two-all or a three-three. I'm hoping for, but uh, I can't see it happening there in terms of uh, the standard of play and then the players that are coming out of that. Norwich Newcastle intrigues me because Norwich coming off a dumping last week in their yeah. first match. Liverpool, unfortunately, they had to get that draw. Um, but at home, they might be looking to make amends. They've got tremendous support at home. Mm. The, the amount of uh, home, home ground support they get is, is unbelievable. And against the Newcastle team that, yeah, I think flattered to deceive against uh, against Arsenal. I think Arsenal could have put a, a lot more through the, the back there against Newcastle. But um, it'll be interesting nonetheless. I'm going to call that one. I'll say Norwich 1-0. Uh, oh well, um, it's an attacking style of football that they play, which yeah, is very yeah, exciting. Pookie, yeah, uh, Pookie, very good striker. Yeah, correct. And apparently, he's been doing that in the championship last season. Okay. So what we saw, the glimpse of what we saw against Liverpool yeah. on mm-hmm. Friday, yeah. uh, is what he's been doing all season last year for Norwich in the championship. It's gonna be interesting to so, see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Southampton, Liverpool. I can't see anyone. <laughs> Putting past Liverpool there. Um, I mean, that's what happens when you play your academy players. Your second side. <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool versus Liverpool Academy. It's happening. Sorry, pool exactly. fans. Much love for you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I expect uh, Liverpool to take that one comfortably. 3-0, perhaps 3-1. Um, yeah, even with tired legs from, from last night's match. Um, yeah. it's uh, I can't see them losing at the moment. They're just so strong. They're just so confident. Um Klopp might be looking to try a few things uh, in, in maintaining his squad over the yeah. long term. So that would be the match to do it, I would, I would assume. But um, yeah, uh, anything could happen. Southampton away. I'm oh, sorry, Southampton at home. 
Anything, yeah, that you're right. Of course, probably the biggest game of the week, uh, Manchester City taking on Spurs. Both teams looking great. Um, But I think it's going to be a real test for Poch to really see where he is against the top two sides, arguably, in the world, which is Manchester City and Liverpool. So with the new signings coming in, I guess it's going to be a new test to see what kind of strategy he goes with. Mm. Um, But going to the Etihad against the City side that has a B team that could probably beat some of the best teams in the world is like, it's really, really crazy. So it depends on how Pep sets up um, and how it's really going to go. And I guess Spurs have nothing to lose. Because if they lose, it's not like people are going to be like, oh, it's all over. Still well, early Spurs days. fans. Yeah, it's still early game. days. You know what I mean? So I guess um, Spurs will have to see where they are in terms of right before Champions League starts, mm. um, right before the the, 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 the hard, harder games in the league come their way. And yeah, it's going to be a very interesting game. tremendous freedom that comes with playing away from home. Uh, at the champ- home of the champions. Exactly. Uh, you've got a few new guys under your belt um, and it's early in the season. So all those yeah. combined gives you a much, fair amount of freedom to try new things, to, to really go all out. And hey, I'm going to vote for a surprise this weekend. I, I don't think so. I feel like um, the only surprise that we're going to get is probably an Aguero hat-trick. <laughs> and then we move on to Sunday, uh, Sheffield versus Crystal Palace. I feel like this is going to be a really balanced game. By the way, how Sheffield play um, over the the past weekend. Crystal Palace, uh, I don't know. I think ever since Zaha sent in his transfer request, you can see he doesn't want to be there, but he wants to play. So it's it's a very weird kind of setup. And I guess um, whoever the manager, I don't know who's the manager. Is it still... I forgot. I totally forgot who the manager was. That's cool. Um, At Palace. Um, It's it's the old English... Howard Wilkins. Roachin. Roy, yeah, that's it's Roy. That guy. Yeah, I always forget. You so, see the old guy and I was like, old, oh, old that's guy, Roy. Yeah. <laughs> old so, English guy. Depending yeah. on how they set up in terms of like what happens in the conversation in the changing room, I guess that will influence the game. Um, and then, of course, Chelsea-Leicester. Also, I think it's going to be a good, good game. Because Brendan Rodgers literally has been setting up this Leicester team really, really well. Yeah. I guess for a game like this, I have a feeling the bench will win it. Depending mm-hmm. who they bring on. Um, will kind of have a huge influence and a huge impact um, of what happens. Plus, Chelsea have now a point to prove with what happened last week and then losing a final and then now taking on a lesser side who pretty much have nothing to lose. So they're going to have to set up really well defensively and also not neglect how they move forward. And then Wolves versus Manchester United to wrap up the game week, which is also going to be a very, very good game in terms of, as Ash said, um, Yotta and Jimenez up front are really going to challenge um, Maguire and how he is. And plus now, again, I'm going to bring the VAR rule back into place because you know how Jimenez is so, he's so agile. You can just touch him and he's on the floor. So depending on who the ref is or how they perceive whatever action, you know, could win penalties. You know, it can go either way, you know, because yeah. Rashford also has that kind of vibe of winning penalties. So it's going to be a very, very tight affair. Um, however, I don't see Manchester United winning it. I see mm. either 1 0 Wolves or a draw. Interesting. Ash is looking can we move on. Uh, can, can we move on? Ash wants to take me. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. So of course we're gonna play Beat the Clock. Yes. Game so, we play every single so, week. Um yeah. So what are we doing this week in, in Beat the Clock, Mitch? So we are gonna be tackling three topics. 
best three players for this week. Clean sheet upset. All right, you can play at home. We've got 15 seconds on the clock. Lots of pressure, gentlemen. And last week, I think I was the closest yes. to getting it right. Yeah. Um, except for that transfer headline, which is really such a reach. Because uh, Dybala decided to stay at Juventus. But <laughs> we'll see what happens. Cool. So you're going to. I'll kick it off. Cool. 15 yeah. seconds of the clock. It's time to play. Beat the clock. And your time begins in three, two. Best three players. I'll go with Tammy Abram, uh, Sterling, and Salah. Uh, clean sheet, definitely Liverpool. Uh, surprise of the week Wolves beating United. Oh, well done. That's before the clock. That's before the clock. Your Wolves beating United. Wolves beating after United beating Chelsea so well, but Wolves beating United would be the upset. Wow. Ash, let's go to you. Are you ready for this? Cool. Um, so, time begins in... Cool. So, I'm going to go with the obvious. I think, uh, as last week, I think Salah and Sterling, yeah. again, will outperform. But I think the third best player in that would be Kane. Okay. Yeah. Um, clean sheets, I think... Um, United. <laughs> ah! Wow. And I think uh, upset will be Man City against Spurs. We don't Spurs. take it. We don't take ah. it. Doesn't <laughs> count. We're not putting that in the universe. Damn it. it was after the 15 seconds. Adrian, are you ready for this? Uh, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Let's play Beat the Clock. Jimenez, Obama Yang, and Kane. I'm going to go for Kane. I think he's going to do well against Manchester City. Uh, clean sheets, Liverpool. I can't see Southampton putting uh, anything past them. Uh, upset Spurs over City. What? I'm calling it. Thank you for taking mm. on what I said. I couldn't finish it. it well, there we go. Spurs could Tottenham Hotspurs beat Manchester City this week. In all honesty, I don't see it. But these two gentlemen I right see here it. see it. So we'll um, guess... We'll have to wait for next week, Friday, to find out. Listen, feel free to join our uh, Fantasy League right now. Just click on the podcast below. You'll see in the description there's a league code that you can join. Also, download your own 50 seconds and play along. And also, just share it amongst your friends. And also, feel free to tweet us on how you feel the FPL is going. I'm here to get my 15 seconds in. (laughs) Yeah, Ash, you need to work on that this weekend. So, have yourself a fantastic weekend. Game week two. Let's see if we will all progress and get to that top. And hopefully I won't be sitting at 66th. Have yourself a great week. And don't forget, may your sheets forever be clean. Yeah.